This is WKSU News. I'm Andrew Meyer. This campaign season, the media collaborative Your Voice Ohio is conducting a series of meetings with voters across Ohio to give them a chance to talk about the issues they're concerned about ahead of the 2020 election. For the most recent meeting, the focus was on COVID-19. Justin Dennis with Mahoning Matters took the lead in writing about the takeaways that came out of these meetings, and he joins us now to talk about his article. Justin, thanks for chatting with us. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. So this story is based on a set of regional get-togethers. Set the stage for us. Um, These were virtual. How many people were involved, and what can you tell us about who participated? Uh, There were a couple dozen Ohioans from uh, all across the state. They were divided into five sessions um, that were according to those to those regions. This is a cross section of Ohio. um, And one of the things that Your Voice Ohio, working with the Jefferson Center, tried to do was really ensure diversity. But how diverse was it um, with those who were participating? Uh, people were young, old, um, of all kinds of uh, backgrounds, um, all kinds of ethnicities. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was an extremely diverse uh, group. Uh, you write in the article, uh, they feel their voices were drowned out by the churning storm of this presidential year. Um, and you summarize this as a, a pervading sense of uncertainty. Can you talk a little bit more about the feelings that were shared among those who participated It just how tenuous everything feels for them right now. That was kind of one area where everyone uh, could agree. Everyone kind of found that common ground that no one knows what tomorrow is going to bring. And so when we were thinking about what themes emerged to write about from from all of these five sessions, um, it it seemed kind of natural to just uh, hang on that that idea that everyone's uncertain and, and this uncertainty is affecting everyone's lives in in different ways. Either it's um, struggling to find employment, knowing people who have been laid off, um, people who are struggling to uh, land in that social safety net and not really knowing if if what they need is going to be there when they need it. Um, People who are having difficulty uh, getting testing or or knowing uh, what this could mean for their health, uh, the health of their children. So um, and and that uncertainty is also fueled by the fact that lots of lots of people, at least a handful in each group, mentioned that they feel there's no clear direction coming from the top of the government down, and that's what they would want to see. In uh, you know, in their uh, ideally, they they'd like to see one playbook, so to speak, for the pandemic that everyone is following, and uh, and that this direction is kind of coming from from the top down rather than just having the response be a patchwork um, of different uh, states, different local governments, all trying to do their own thing and, and, and getting confused. Does that mean that they also fault the leadership of Governor Mike DeWine and for a long time at the beginning, uh, the then director of the Ohio Department of Health, Dr. Amy Acton? Um, they, no one, everyone uh, who spoke up about them it didn't have anything bad to say about them. There's also the question of whether or not people who, who may have had objecting opinions were maybe, you know, didn't feel like they wanted to voice those in such a setting. Um, it was it was a very civil group, but then we, we thought later afterward if there were opinions that maybe some people kept to themselves because they were, in a way, seeing people face-to-face. This wasn't just an anonymous, um, you know, social media exchange. They were actually addressing the people um, that they saw on the screen. 
That's interesting, uh, because these meetings are built as off-the-record dialogues. It's an opportunity to have a blunt, frank, but civil and respectful conversation between uh, people across the state and uh, the members of the media. But we also, at the same time, let everyone know who's participating that we want to talk to them on the record afterwards, if they're willing. Um, In looking at the article, it seems like quite a few people were willing to talk with you. Yeah, um, I think all but two people um, agreed to be attributed or or agreed to have a a follow-up interview. Um, So it was, it was nice to to see that people felt comfortable enough, especially in this, this age where you could be talking to someone and say you're a reporter and all of a sudden they're questioning, you know, what you're going to be writing about them and and they're thinking and double thinking, rethinking what they're going to be saying. But the discussions were extremely candid and that's uh, for a reporter's refreshing thing to see because that's that's not something you you get to hear uh, on a regular basis in this job. Meetings like these, these engagement sessions, they're an opportunity for the people out there to learn about what we do as journalists and why we do what we do. It's also an opportunity for them to let us know where we may be letting them down. And they did let us know about it in these meetings. And you wrote about this. The, the main issue that people had with uh, with the media is that they're kind of falling back into these partisan corners that everything has to have some kind of political slant to it. And that was what people wanted to separate um, from their reporting. They want just fact-based reporting. They don't want um, something that attacks, you know, one side or the other of the political spectrum. So they wanted um, reporting based on science. They also, I think, were in need of more pieces that explain some of the more complex concepts that are, that are going along with, with medical science, uh, how it's learning about the pandemic at, at this point, and um, some sort of like uh, just very intricate and nuanced topics that because of size constraints that that we have in the media, if you have a daily newspaper, you really only have so much space to tell a story. You really only have so much time to tell a story on the radio. So I think there's a hunger for more knowledge, understanding how these numbers, um, when we talk about case numbers, we talk about death numbers. um, What are some of the factors that are playing into that? Um, They seem to be just kind of more confused by just presenting these numbers as is, and and they're looking for more context than than I think media has been giving. We've been talking with Justin Dennis from Mahoning Matters about his new article for Your Voice Ohio on this year's elections and the role the pandemic is going to be playing in them. Uh, you can find that article on our website at wksu.org. Justin, thanks again for your work. Of course, it's a pleasure. Thank you. I'm Andrew Meyer. 89.7 WKSU.